1: This is your Bomb Wednesday sermon. I am Naima Cochran, your senior pastor of music sermon. And with me, are you drinking Moscato, Maji? Like,
0: don't, don't. don't, oh, don't I, was about to,
1: I was about to say. Um,
0: you just to call me a hood rat? A rant? little like, bit. Not
1: and with me, pouring his libations, is our director of HELPS Ministry, the great Karin J. Phillips. do you What are you drinking today, Karin?
0: Oh, uh, fine fine Griffon Bianco. Uh, okay. Organic, Italian, <sighs> and it's quite wonderful. Is no. an
1: organic wine really necessary?
0: That's what Trader Joe's put on the damn label, so look. I feel like uh, I
1: need to know my shit was like properly processed.
0: Look, and, but if it tastes good, it's so is the best place ever.
1: It is. It's very cheap. That's why the lines are so long.
0: It, it's amazing. Like it's it's my favorite place to go to in the world. Right. Right. it's just all sorts of wine, champagne, mm-hmm. liquors, good little snacks.
1: You just can't do real grocery shopping there. It's no. like the supplemental yeah. store. Yeah, like I go there store.
0: first, and then I go to the real grocery store. Right.
1: Like, you can only pick up, like, accoutrement. You can't pick up, like, the real stuff there. Um, before we get into today's show, because we have a couple things we're going to talk about. Y'all know how I do. I'll forget um, to do the housekeeping. I just want... just First of all, I want to give a shout-out to the Count the Ding Super Squad all together. We were all on a text message. Today is feeling like a Family. Uh, I put everybody
0: on mute. I'm not going to lie because my phone was hot the other day. That's fine. I, I had to dip in, dip out, dip in, dip Anytime out.
1: you got more than three people in a text chat, you really need to just put the whole joint on mute and just take a look, glance over periodically. But um, as I've mentioned every week, we have a wide array of programming for your pleasure and for your interest and, and for your distraction for your preoccupation, whatever you may need, um, on both the main Count the Deans feed and on the Bomb feed, which is Black Opinions Matter, motherfucker. In case you've forgotten what it stands for. Um, Which includes on Mondays, the Crazy Sexy Cool podcast. Go Um, ahead.
0: um, Shout shout out to them. Their latest episode, they talk about skirting. I need to go listen to that. (laughs)
1: tuesday the og show with the fellas wednesdays you got us thursdays you got woke bro wise and on fridays you got growing up the same with trayvon listen if you still don't get what you need out of all of that you can subscribe to our patreon and get some original content but also remember we encourage you to follow all of us and in addition to liking subscribing and all that good stuff and watching because once again karen has his shoulders out His arm's out. And y'all are missing this. If
0: Michael B. Jordan Oh, Lord. in thirst trap for votes, then Hey. Look. I'm just saying. Let me go ahead and and use
1: I'm just saying. My guy
0: giving talents for the betterment of (laughs) our uh, podcast network and for democracy.
1: There we go. So you can search search for Count the Dings on YouTube and actually watch us as we're taping this. Um, I want to give a shout out to everybody who's been out there standing in Ostentatious lines to vote on this week. Um, to early vote. Uh, you guys are heroes, but also we should not be standing in eleven hour long lines. On we
0: should be standing eleven minute long lines.
1: Um, in twenty twenty to cast a vote. Like we should not. That is that is voter suppression. It is voter disenfranchisement. Be very very clear about what is happening, and it's happening because part of the Voting Rights Act has already been rolled back. So, and they can do, also they can do shenanigans
0: because th- this country was founded on voting being a sham, given that only six percent of people voted in the first presidential election because only white men who owned land could actually vote. And All I right. saw a tweet a couple of weeks ago from this woman in Canada who was just like, "I don't understand you guys in America." Basically, I'm paraphrasing because she was like. We don't even have voter registration. Well, because, like
1: you said, register the the parameters of registering to vote itself is meant to be exclusionary.
0: Absolutely, but you shouldn't even have to register. You should just walk in, tell exactly. them your name, and vote, and go home.
1: It's meant to be exclusionary. And,
0: and get your sticker.
1: Exactly. Um, and then secondly, um, oh, I want to give a really brief shout out. So, all right, I was talking to a friend of mine, uh, from high school recently. And a conversation we were having prompted me to go back. Actually, I was talking to somebody I dated in high school. I'll keep it a buck. I was talking to somebody I dated in high school. It's
0: about the ass. We coming? had it. We Let's had see. not
1: spoken in quite some time, and our conversation prompted me to go pull out my journals. I kept immaculate journals all through high school until it was like Moesha. All... So not like Mo... definitely not like. I definitely don't want to be compared to Moesha, but I guess just in terms of the the act of writing in a journal. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh but I kept almost daily freshman year through junior year. And then like the first semester of my senior year was a little more sporadic. But I was going to look and see what I had said about him because we were talking about how in the course of our relationship and stuff. But I went back so I've had these journals obviously forever. And I've gone back and flipped through them occasionally, but I actually started going back and reading through them. And, like, yo...
0: You was fast? <sighs> You're a fast-tailed little
1: girl? Dating in high school is really funny. So, like, first of all, there's a couple of relationships that I would have sworn lasted a really long time and the business. was, like, two months. Or <laughs> or they were, like, two... There was, like, that... Like, because, you know, first of all, you had those parameters of, of dating in high school, which was, like... Because nobody actually called it dating. It was talking. for me... It's talking. So, there was the levels, right? Like, you could be on the phone just getting to know each other and, but not be talking. Yeah. Then there was talking. Then you talking. Then, then it's go together. together. Then you go together, yeah. right?
0: So it's really it still goes this way right now at 36. <laughs> See but for now, me now. We just talking. So for
1: me now it goes like you know we're just hanging out to we're dating to we're in a relationship. But that's what it's like the parallels. But it was so funny that, to that's read the problem
0: with dating. We don't we, we broke the mm. mold.
1: But it was so funny to read talking, stuff,
0: talking, we go together
1: to read stuff like you know such and such called me and said he heard i was I was with blah blah blah, and I was like, we don't even talk, you know like just that <laughs> just that kind of stuff,
0: and I don't talk to her,
1: right, be like she we just i mean we cool, we don't even talk, now nah, we definitely don't go together, So, and so there oh, that was
0: that was always my lie. I'm like, that ain't even your boyfriend, y'all just talking, y'all
1: just talking in there. Oh my God, it It was so much. So there was that, surprised me because there would be that phase of like the pre-talking, then the talking, then the going together, then the post, like whatever dramatic, especially if y'all at different schools and whatnot, there was always like, it wasn't just over. Like there was always like a lot of back and forth and people on three ways and you had to go over to their game. And so like, it was always the whole thing. And the second thing was that,
0: it's the same way now. Though after the after the yes. relationship is over, y'all the still there's still four to six weeks of yes. XX, which is actually <laughs> my favorite just part a, of a just relationship. A, just a
1: postmortem, like whatever,
0: right? Nothing not better Minimum. than excess, though. But it, wait, yes, it is. But yeah, it's up there. XX is great.
1: And then I'm not even gonna I'm not even gonna get into that. And then but Take
0: your head, yes, blink twice.
1: Nope. No, 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 and then because it can also be so dangerous. Um, that's what makes it so good. No, no, we can't encourage that. Sorry, y'all, we're yes, not encouraged. We're not advocating. We're not this advocating for. Twenty twenty
0: has taught us the YOLO. Because y'all, this
1: is true. But, but don't get dragged back into some shit. You don't need to be dragged hey, back into hey, either.
0: Hey, send them risky texts and tell them I told you to do it. The Send
1: opinions them. of Karen J. Phillips do not reflect.
0: A lot DMs.
1: But the other thing... Especially on LinkedIn. The other thing that I miss is that if the person didn't go to your school, every single person I talked to or went with... I can't believe what I'm saying... Those phrases don't even sound right anymore. I talked to or went with Thank who you. didn't go to my school. It was on some, like... I met this person and one of my friends got with their friends, or my friend was was talking to this person, and the guy got with that. Like it was all friend groups. It was all of it
0: was friend groups. Yeah, so you get a little messy. See, so you gotta have one at each school. And then you gotta have your friends at I some tried school.
1: that in one of these journals Keep and it was an messy as course. hell.
0: But it's like exactly a the problem is that the skills aren't where they need to be. I'm just
1: that. I'm shouting out. Just shout out the teenage knock. Nah, she was doing a lot. God bless her. God bless her. She was popular as hell. Ooh boy. Popular mm. girl. Anyway.
0: Bastard. Moving
1: on. Moving on. <laughs> um, I'm gonna turn this first part over to you, Karin. Uh LeBron did it again. Lakers national championships. What <laughs> say you? National championship. Like
0: whatever. It's national champions, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> NBA final champions? Whatever. that Red Cup. Uh, yeah man, look, they pulled it off and which is to date the most strenuous. No one's jumped through this many hurdles ever to win an NBA championship given I wrote about this and I was just listing all the things that happened to the Lakers. Uh, Kobe, the season stopping, mm. uh, a global pandemic. A living the, in a bubble for over what 90 some days, 100 yeah. some days. The strike. Uh, racial and social unrest. They they went on a strike for like yeah. three days. Um, and in between that, the pandemic and all of that, like they stopped playing basketball for three and a half months. Right. And then had to start all over again. Um, this team went through so much this year uh, on, on so many different levels. And for them to pull it off, I mean, this was the bubble was a a basketball fan's like just the best experience ever. If you really like, if you're a casual basketball fan or only mm-hmm. like tuning into sports for the big events, then I can understand like why this wasn't for you and you talk about all this other stuff and all these things. Well, other is it because it, it was just
1: now? solely constant on the game and not yeah, like fan shots was, and all the extra it, shit? It, it,
0: it was nobody on the front row who was mm-hmm. there. It was no home and away, no flying, no mm-hmm. home court advantage. No, this was just about it's us we locked in this gym. Right. <laughs> Made the best team win. Which reminds you of like AAU tournaments and in summer leagues uh, or summer so cases when you were playing in high school or just pickup where mm-hmm. Look, it, it depending on where you're from, or where you are, you know there are certain gyms and certain places that where you know if you play pickup, if you lose, it's two hours until next. Right. And those are like the best atmospheres and places to play because it's just like no one wants to lose because what, if you lose, you might as well just go home. Right. Because if y'all play at seven, y'all take this. It's gonna be nine thirty for y'all get back on the court. So right, right. If you lose, you just might as well go home, and those. That's when it really gets fun. It's not really fun if you lose. It's fun if you're winning because it's, it's, it's a lot of uh, male ego. It's a lot of machismo. It's a it's a lot of hostility. Mm. And that is when sports is the, the fun. That's when that's what sports is fun. Yeah. Like, <laughs> fun. It's fun right. to me when it's not fun. Right. That's when I'm having fun. When it is hostile.
1: As a fan, that's when it's good to you.
0: Oh, just eat. No, playing. When I used okay. to play, like I, I, I hated playing at home in mm-hmm. our home gym. Like I loved road games because it was like we going in your gym. We about to give you this L, and I'm about to show in front of your girls, at <laughs> your school. Like I right. love road games. Home, I was just like, yeah, it's whatever, it's cool, but yeah, so. A situation like the bubble was was if you are a true basketball fan or, like, hyper-competitive, like, this was the best thing ever. Um, Right. Who knows what next season will look like. They don't know when they're starting next season. But for what it was, you know, I tipped my hat off to the NBA. I had to write an apology column because I thought this was a stupid idea in March. Mm I was like, just go ahead and cancel the season. But they did it. And the most impressive thing is that they did this – With zero positive tests. Right. Which is a which proves that
1: isolating works.
0: Yes. And if you have zero tolerance rules, you can actually make this happen. So they did it. But they were
1: also in a literal bubble. So there's also that.
0: Yeah, Um, But they were in a literal bubble and ground zero for COVID because Florida was buck wild when they went. Exactly. Now Um, ground zero is at the White House. So Yeah.
1: But I also wanted to point out so when covid first happened and the nba had to had to suspend the season i didn't think it like before they announced the bubble i didn't think it was coming back and the first thing that really broke my heart was like fuck lebron had to lebron had to get them to a to a championship this week this year because of kobe right mm-hmm. and when i when they first won i almost forgot that kobe died this been year that long. it's been it's felt like that long so i'm really happy um first of all that like i guess i'm assuming that now even the the hardest core laker fan is able to accept lebron as a laker i would think um you know that he solidified his place with the team that he's proven that you know he can do this in multiple places but also just like as fucked up as his year has been there's no other way this could have gone you know to me and and so this is going to this is going to sound like a lot but just but just stay with me. In 2016, right? We had a whole bunch of sports upsets that year. Yep. And everyone I saw made me more afraid of the outcome of the election. <laughs> Cause I was like, if all this shit is going left, if if all, it, I was,
0: three, I one was like, yeah, I was
1: like, if all this, cause also like, didn't the socks win the, win the pennant that like, it was like all kind of crazy, like one in a million chance things happening. So this actually made me feel like, oh, maybe order is going to be restored. I don't want to get too excited, but literally that was like, I remember in 16 being like, if I was a gambling person, it looked look like Trump winning to me and yeah so this makes me feel like maybe the universe is right in itself let's pray we'll pray um so one of you know speaking of trump and elections um <laughs> last week the de- last wednesday was the debate a week ago by the time you guys listen and it was um a lot of kamala basically uh do you guys all a live shot of what every black woman looks like in a corporate meeting? All the time. But um <laughs> <laughs> like all the time. But also, like, you know, I-, I talked last week about how the timing of certain things that have been happening with the with this administration and COVID is almost too all on- too on the nose. Like nobody could write it, nobody could make it up. Similarly so. When you, like, super Christian, but also super creepy, um, robot-looking pants sitting there with his perfect white, not even gray, like white hair. And a fly just alights
0: on shout the out, Shout out to Fly, Sean.
1: Shout out to Fly. And was there for like a whole like two minutes, <laughs> to, like chilling, just there.
0: Posted up like a mail. That was
1: like more. That was. I felt like that was a more powerful illustration than literally. That was more powerful than literally anything he could have said the whole time, because (laughs) there's no way you don't see that happen, and something in your head clicked to distaste, evil, distrust, like signs from signs from God, zombies, like something, right? Like something. White walkers. (laughs) White walkers. You know. something that does not paint Pence in a favorable light, basically.
0: It came off as like a normal human would just move or or do something. And it, it, it reminded me of something I saw on social media, I think a week ago. And it was like, have you noticed that like, the White House doesn't feel like people live there anymore since this administration's been there. And it was all these pictures of like Obama administration, both Bushes, the Clintons, of just like the president having downtown downtime in jeans. Yeah, just a dog with the lives kids. there. Yeah, they're having like concerts of people over. They're laughing there in the Rose Garden, dressed down, maybe catching mm-hmm. a ball game or something. And it was just like, nah, like they have treated this place as a place to hold rallies and everyone's in a shirt and tie and a suit it was every a day. It was like, they it treat it like a palace. Yeah, it doesn't feel like the and it was like, regardless of party, like it just felt a certain way. There was a certain yeah. reference and it was like, it, it doesn't feel like that anymore. So then, then to like, see that, you know, Flash on showed up like that.
1: Yeah.
0: It, it, but it, also it,
1: like, like you said, a normal person would a brush it. So I, so I hate fly, like I hate flies. The, the spot, dis- even the
0: sound of them
1: disgusting. Yes, I and maybe I'm sensitive to the sound of them because I'm from the south or something. But like I can't no fly. Like a, a little fruit fly can't even get near me without my that bitch and being all. So
0: what you're saying? If you was on the big stage and you heard a cicada, like you would have took off Right.
1: <laughs> no, I would have been looking for that bitch to hit it. Like, it's not going to be chilling in my head. That' What I'm saying is it wouldn't have been chilling in my head. That's what I'm saying. There's no way, unless that fly dropped down from the fucking ceiling, there's no way that fly goes past my ear and gets to my head without me doing... And maybe he didn't because it was a debate and he didn't want to look like he was bugging out. But I feel like there's a little something. You could have done something. To not have a fly on your head for two minutes.
0: You could did a quick jerk like you heard somebody yeah, on, just on do a little say, say something to you or something. But you know, no. you know, uh Queen Kamala handled it and handled herself like well. we thought she would. And as I posted, it was the probate hair for me. She very much probate, was very like, much probate hair. That was very much probate hair. That was meant like, that was meant for was, that good
1: flip. She, <laughs> she was just about <laughs> to set out as a serious matter good. and I was like, What's I up? Was boy? For them good flips. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That was meant for them good head flips. Um, For Um, those who don't know what probate hair is, because I I remember we got to define it too. So, (laughs) as we were going to talk about last week, and we still will talk about in the future, Kamala is a member of one of the what we call the divine non-black Greek uh, letter organizations. A member of Cal. Alpha Kappa Alpha Sorority Incorporated, which is the first Black sorority, um, which was founded on Howard's campus. And she, what we call probate here is... Sorry. far along. Um
0: I'm drop, dropping roll. It's drop, a lot drop, happening.
1: Um, basically, after you've been online, after you've been pledging, because one difference, and this is for our non-Black listeners, one difference between... Um, white Greek letter organizations and black Greek letter organizations is that black Greek letter organizations no longer pledge above ground. So, or or actually technically technically we don't pledge. But, Ka- yeah. well okay. no, when Kamala pledged it still would have been an above ground line. So when Kamala pledged it would have been above ground. So but basically while you're pledging, you're not supposed to look cute and fly and you know, you're supposed to look like you're going through something. People be looking so, like
0: Death. <laughs> so smelling like death.
1: Be dressed you all you have you and the whole line has are supposed to dress alike. Like it's so a lot so
0: them at all, they don't as, eat.
1: <laughs> especially in the time of Kamala pledging. If you ever seen school days, that's like the era of when Kamala would have pledged. And um so People live in the
0: class.
1: <laughs> Will you finally have your probate, which is your coming out, which is your like introduction to the the school community as a member of this organization because you've crossed over um your pledge period is over you know you get the hair done you got some nice you know you got you got your little outfit together for your show so that's why we call what Kamala has probate hair cuz that's that freshly done hair that was, that's that ready to swing that
0: that press. back and forth yeah <laughs> She's hair ready. was done
1: done um so now uh I want to say there was supposed to be another presidential debate tomorrow but it's obviously canceled because either though Donald Trump is back on the campaign circuit and now as of today sick, sick his as, doctor sick as
0: hell.
1: Yeah, as of today his doctor says he's immune. We don't believe okay. them.
0: Okay. We don't <laughs> believe them. You one
1: Need all the more people. It hasn't it hasn't even been two weeks. It hasn't even been a full 14 days since he was it ain't been
0: Tony Braxton seven whole
1: days.
0: <laughs> <laughs> right. He just hell. outside.
1: He outside dancing a macho man. Like, what is so wrong you, with
0: you? You telling me that a a overweight person that doesn't work out in the East McDonald's is, is over COVID that fast. So one thing he in- here. He out here shaking his ass to the village people during I the campaign, definitely, not, I definitely, not understanding what the song is about.
1: There's also that. Um, I definitely believe he's still contagious, but something a nurse said stuck with me, and she was like, part of the reason that it's possible Donald Trump has recovered already is because when he had his first sign of symptoms, we threw, like, the medical staff threw everything at him that they usually give to somebody who's on their last leg, Right plus some treatments that are unavailable to the average person. So your president, before he was even possibly sick, got everything that we can't even give to all the people who need it because he has that level of of access and
0: privilege. They also didn't publicly confirm that he had it until two days after he knew that he had it.
1: Right right And so he who, was still
0: jumping on planes, shaking heads between pitchers, him and pants
1: I mean y'all go go y'all go ahead and be super spreaders, bro like who am I to stop God's plan from going forth? who am I um,
0: um all right you're, you're kind of do but uh <laughs>
1: I want to get now into so we have one more episode left of lovecraft country for this season for this first season,
0: but I'm sad. I'm I am
1: too, actually. But I want to spend a little time on this week's episode because it was phenomenal. And I know there are some people who, like, the storytelling, the storytelling um, was a little too much for I've seen people talk about it on, on, on Twitter. And so I think, I think actually, because episode now, can two- talk about that? Well, yeah, so episode two out of the whole... So, okay, let's talk about it. So, first of all, we've talked about this before. So, the, each episode serves kind of two functions. There is a through line that goes through this whole season. But also, each episode is like a standalone story with an, with an undercurrent of a through line that goes through the whole thing. And that through line is about Tick and his ancestral ties to uh, the,
0: the okay. Sons of Adam. And the Sons of Adam.
1: Yeah, the Book of Names and the Sons of Adam, right? That starts from the very first episode. quest
0: to immortality.
1: So that starts from the very first episode, and that continues through the whole thing. But there's several other things happening. The first thing is that each episode explores a different um, kind of genre of storytelling. So you have sci-fi, you have action-adventure, you have um, straight horror, you have, this time we had like Tide, time traveling sci-fi we've had afrofuturism right so it's each one has a different storytelling style which is throwing some people off so like we had one that was kind of like a you know that was kind of like a asian, asian sci-fi. yeah we had some asian sci-fi um we had you know so there's a little bit of everything so i think that so that's throwing people off and the other thing is like i said there's each episode focuses on a different character And that sometimes, except for this one. And that, well, no, this one did too, because it was really about Montrose. So that throws people off. So you got like one that's about Hippolyta, you got one that's about Letty, you got one that's about um, Ruby, you got one that's about D. you know? And that, so that's throwing people off. But when you really, and and I think episode two lost a lot of people because there was a lot going on in episode two. I had to watch it like three times. Two was when they were at the house after they got to the house when they were actually at the house
0: when they went downstairs when they went
1: downstairs when they went to the dinner um oh, when they did the oh, ritual yeah, true, true. There was
0: but it TV. was a lot
1: but there was a lot oh
0: no I like to. happening
1: and it's also not a show that you can watch and be doing anything else. that's like, that's
0: that's what I want to get to this yeah. is the two points I want to make I am sick and tired and I say this as a TV head, I am sick right. and tired of people always complaining about really good TV shows. And they're just like, I can't get into it. Or I got lost here and I got lost here. It happened with Game of Thrones. It happened with House of Cards. It happens like Westworld. Westworld. It's like, no, these shows, are, is there a level of complication there? Yes. Is there a level of comprehension there? Yes. That isn't the issue. We've always had shows like this. The issue is that people in this era of streaming and Netflix where you can binge watch, people do not know how to take in art anymore. You want to be scrolling on your phone. You want to be scrolling through IG. You want to be live tweeting while it's going on. Like people don't know how to just shut the fuck up, sit the fuck down, and watch the fucking TV show. And then it's the scene or look here that means so much they miss it. And then when the reveal happens, everyone's like, oh, and they're like, I don't get it. Well, motherfucker, if you stayed right. off your phone... If you had paid attention... You would get it. And then you got to go back two, three, four, five times, and it's like... Well, it's so I hard. watch
1: every episode of Lovecraft twice. I watch every episode of Lovecraft twice. I have to. And this time, I had to actually wait a day because it was just so fucking powerful, right? Um, so, we've talked before about uh, Lovecraft doing like historical Easter eggs and um, okay, but also okay. dropping I, I, like. I had, I had
0: another point. I had, I had another Oh, yeah, chance. I'm sorry.
1: Go ahead. So go ahead, sir. Go ahead, sir. I'm sorry. I'm sorry.
0: And okay. it's not that that. It's also, I have seen, especially with Lovecraft, especially from Black people. So, Black people, I'm talking to here or people, this word that is highly overused and it's overused to the point that it's losing the effect and the power behind this word which is trigger mm-hmm. y'all y'all can't be triggered by, by every everything because if everything's triggering you when something actually triggers you people are just gonna be like mm, okay everything's trigger you why should i take this as the important actual triggering thing that can affect you and it's like okay maybe lovecraft is too much for you well then don't watch it i don't want to see yeah. you starting hashtags and threads complaining about this show because it's too much for you. That does not mean that this show was not serving a purpose of any show we've we right. right. seen before. I've seen it with um, this, uh, blue people, uh, Avatar? no Regina, Regina King, and Yahoo. Blue people, what? So Watchmen. Oh, oh, Watchmen. Watchmen. People was doing this about right. the Watchmen, and I watched the Watchmen last, even though mm-hmm. people overhyped and said it was like the greatest TV show of all time. When I finished, I was like, y'all, there's a goddamn lie, and it's nowhere close. <laughs> I was like, y'all, <laughs> black people just told themselves and said, and told us they didn't know shit about black history. That's what it was. Right. Y'all got a black history narrative that your mamas and daddies didn't ever teach you, and that's why you love the Watchmen so much. But it's like, it's, if like- everything isn't for you, that's fine. That don't mean you have to make a campaign about everything, diminishing the work and the art behind it, just because you don't get it, because your ass don't want to focus and stare off your phone to take it in and receive it. Well,
1: also, I think the thing about the triggering, right, is that I see a lot of um, complaints about storytelling centered in Black trauma. And that's not the only storytelling we have. But a lot of people who say this also think lighter Black storytelling is silly, right? So, and what I do actually love about what Lovecraft is doing is that it is framing racism and black trauma in a way to help you understand is horrific. Yeah. It is literally horrific. Like it, it's like it's intentional, right? And yes, some of these episodes, they're so evocative. Like the word isn't triggering because you ain't actually lived
0: through experience. No.
1: Is it's, it's, it's just like, that Misha like,
0: Green it, it, is punching it, you in the face. It evokes every scene.
1: Yeah, it evokes emotion. And like honestly, maybe we need to feel some of that shit. So like this is a perfect episode. So in this episode, this episode was about time travel and explored a couple of different time travel paradoxes. One is the grandfather paradox, meaning if you went back and accidentally changed something. You know, like well the theory is if you go back and kill your grandfather, it means you cease to exist, which means you could never go it's back to the and kill your grandfather. The back to the future theory, existence. Which right. we found out though, one, infinity yeah.
0: wars, is it actually true right. because Bruce Banner broke that down in the space-time continuum. Right. <laughs> I,
1: but I'm a, but I'm not a physicist like Bruce Banner, so I'm gonna keep rocking with it. And then <laughs> the other the other paradox is the casual loop paradox, which is when you go back in time you affect the future that you came from, right? So it's like Tick is part of an event that already happened in the past that he heard about in the future. So it's like there's no origin point. There's no first time it happened. It just has been like that,
0: if that makes sense. He was supposed to have been there in that moment with that back.
1: Right, right. He was in the past, even though he just came back from the future, but whatever. So that said... Watchmen also talked about the Tulsa mass- Massacre and the Tulsa Massacre along with just the actual oh. existence of sundown towns are two things I've heard people, not just white people, but black people too, say that they were unaware of, right? But even black people were unaware of the Tulsa Massacre. A lot, I'm not going to say all, but a lot of because it's not something that's taught in history school. Um, I mean, in history and school, kind of like the, um, the move bombing in Philadelphia, oh. right? Like,
0: I now didn't know that is a until I was a full key. ass adult. Now that is the lowest of key.
1: Yeah, y'all Google that when that. you get a chance. It happened in eighty one. I about
0: that in twenty sixteen, when I was in Philly, and I was like, right. "Whoa, whoa, wow!" My whole African American studies major with honors, which y'all are talking right. about, and I was like, "Oh, they they did what they were supposed to do." and kept this in Philly, because that's that like, They not, didn't even keep, not, not
1: even Reno like they yeah. kept it in the city, right? Um, but anyway, so the Tulsa Massacre was in 1821, um, and they referenced earlier in the show that, um, 1920,
0: 1920.
1: 1921, sorry. They referenced it earlier in the show as saying that that's where everybody's families mm. were from and, and talking about the Book of Names having been lost in the fire. We you know when it happened. Um... But to be, to be placed inside of that night like that was—that's um, never been done.
0: It's like for people who don't understand, it's like
1: it was like being on. It's like being. It's like when James Cameron put us on a Titanic no, on a no, smaller scale. You know
0: what it was like for no. black people to be. It was for everything we've ever heard about the Middle Passage, and there was a portal, mm. and you stepped through it, and you had to experience. The middle passage mm-hmm. that's what it was kind of like for them to go back and walk through well I'm experience. saying for
1: them to go back but I meant as a viewer this was akin to on a smaller scale James Cameron doing Titanic and showing you the yeah. story of like how of who the people were and how it all unfolded yeah. and how yeah. tragic it was right, right, it was right. this but like on a smaller scale but fucking Michael K. Williams like I know that we've been talking about Journey has been doing her thing
0: if Yo, you come back to king, you best not miss.
1: If they don't give K Williams a goddamn Michelin Star, a Rob Report Award, Small Business of the Year, Teacher of the Year, motherfucking um like the key to some city. Like, I need him to get every award that exists, acting and otherwise, because that mother what he has been killing it this entire season, but this episode, I don't even know where he went for this episode. Like, like, I don't even know where, like, I don't even know where he was. His head, his his head had to be fucked up coming out of this episode because this one goes into his trauma and that man was traumatized through this whole episode. Like, it's, it's hard to believe. And I know he portrays, he always portrays, like, layered characters who actually do have trauma underneath you know, the surface. But this was some other shit. And one of the most, there there were two really really key powerful moments. The first is... Watching um, him get
0: beat. Huh? Watching him get beat by his dad. Watching him
1: get beat. But also like, Letitia standing with Tick's great-grandmother.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right?
1: As the house is on fire and the great-grandmother saying to her, when my great-great-grandchild is born, he will be my faith-made flesh. And like, For every one of us, like any of y'all who got a shirt that says, I'm not my ancestors, I hope you felt ashamed when you heard that shit. Because that's, that's, I think that's the wish that like all our great grandparents put on, put on us. Right. And for her to stand there while Sonia Sanchez's Catch a Fire is being recited in the background, which is another thing that this um, show does really well is mixes in poetry and spoken word uh with the narrative of the show and in the background of the show but and the
0: music too
1: and the music but the second moment was Montrose standing at the window watching Leticia come down the street watching the planes bomb the city watching everything on fire and well
0: she turned in Alicia Keys yeah
1: <laughs> girl on fire and calling the names of people who got killed that night and all of those names in Montrose's monologue were real people. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's also important to know. All of the all of the, the 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 pieces you saw on the street including the theater, the theater is the same theater that we started in in Watchman Watchman um, and the names that he called, the stories that he talked about they were real. That was real. Like that shit was actually real, and that was just.
0: The one thing I thought about was, is like this is the second time when uh, this goes to a previous conversation about how HBO turned to the blackest network out that we've yeah. had a series on HBO reference Tulsa and mm-hmm. reference this happened and reference the Dreamland Theater, and I was like, at some point we've got to put Dreamland up there with Apollo. Because yeah. what other two Black theaters have meant that much to Black people? Right. One, as a place to where it, it was a springboard for all our favorite Black artists and entertainers. But also just what happened to Dreamland and just... All I was thinking of, you know, looking at it from the Washington standpoint and now with Lovecraft is... I was like, somebody got to do a documentary because I was like, this had to just be the spot in Tulsa.
1: It's probably... I want to go back. I might go back and look. I had a um, a Chitler Circuit routing of all the Black theaters that were on the circuit. I ha- Well, if Dreamland was a combination of movie theater and live performance theater, maybe. I'm going to take a look at that. That's a good question. But I do want to point out. I want to take just a moment because I don't know how crazy... Next week's episode is going to be that we're going to want to talk about, but I want to point out some of... I want to point out some of the historic... some of the ways that Lovecraft, that Misha and her writers have succeeded in weaving, like, historical narratives that you may or may not have caught. Might just be a mention or something deeper into Lovecraft. Um, There are various uh, sites and pods that have been breaking this down weekly. There's the Safe Negro podcast that... um,
0: (laughs) <laughs> uh,
1: that For All Nerds does. And then the Langston Project actually has a Lovecraft syllabus. They do a syllabus of each episode, which gives you backstory, which gives you relevant books, I was about the music. scene
0: from The Best Man, Richard Wrong Langston Snooze. Snooze. Hale <laughs>
1: hmm. uh, You, Your mom Child would to go Shelly. to that. Your mom would go Child to that. Shout out to Shelly. <laughs> um, but yeah, they do like a really great breakdown of each episode. I mean, it has to be so time consuming, but they give you relevant like books to read, music to listen to, other movie references, other 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 scholarship that you can read um, on these things. But a couple of things I want to point out. So we talked, so we know about the Green Book reference, or everybody should at least know about the Green Book reference But now. Uncle George talks about the Negro Travel Guide. That's the Green. Um, that's basically the Green Book.
0: And Don't watch you, bullshit ass movie. Don't right. Watch that's it. what I was gonna say.
1: If you watched the the first episode of the of the show, you should have an understanding of why the green book exists, which should also help you understand why we were so mad at that fuck ass movie. Um The second thing we gotta is, get the fuck up out of here, y'all. Let's go. <laughs> the, and then we talked about the reference to sundown towns. Um, we talked about. Poetry and speeches. So, Sonia Sanchez, who is like Nikki Giovanni's equivalent um, in terms of a Black poet, even though her last name is Sanchez, she gave herself that name. It's not her given name. Um, There's like the very first episode, there's Langston Hughes debating about the fact that the American dream comes at the expense of Black people. You got um, Gil Scott Heron, um, Whitey's on the Moon. You got, I mean... Hey, Cardi B. <laughs> you got Cardi B. Um, and Too I would small. say go to go to um not Lancy Hughes, you got Baldwin. I'm sorry, you got James Baldwin debating on American Dream, getting coming at the expense of black Americans. Um you got and that's happening like, you know, while they're traveling to go look for this house. Um and go look for their, I guess, his namesake, his legacy, whatever you want to call it. Um, you got... This was such great juxtaposition. When Rudy turns into a white woman for the first time and she's sitting on the bench chilling, reading the paper, you have dialogue from... For color girls who consider suicide when the rainbow is enough. Which, again, just great
0: juxtaposition. So...
1: That's
0: that, also, a party with, also a Cardi episode. There's also a Cardi episode, yes. With both um, yellow and money was in that episode.
1: We got, uh, historic photo references. Like, there's a live shot that mirrors a gordon park shot there's another live shot at mirrors let me find the name of the picture give
0: me one second oh i feel like you got the uh mlk reference on episode yeah yeah
1: oh so the other one so there's gordon park's department store is framed and um mirrored i want to say in episode one and there's another um, photo, Margaret Burke White's Kentucky Flood, where there's a, you see a line of Black people um, who are lined up at the bus stop. They're going all the way down the block. It looks like the voting lines. And they're standing in front of this billboard that's talking about, like, the privilege of America, but it's like white people in a shiny car oh, yeah, or whatever. Really yeah. Um, and then, like you said, there's the music, right? So a lot of it is modern. But when they do choose to use classic pieces, like, the usage is really key. So even when Ruby is white and working at the store and is in the break room with the other girls and they're dancing to Tutti Frutti, it's not Richards' Tutti Frutti. It's one of the covers of Tutti Frutti, which went, number one, when Richards didn't. Which, again, just, like, you know, I'll play on that stuff. And then, like you said, the people. The reference to MLK when they were talking about him as Michael and him dating that white woman first. In Boston, um, and
0: they was a it, cage. Yep.
1: Yeah. And Emmett Till being sewn all through the season as Bobo, which was his name, before he leaves. Then there's a... When you've been going on your trip. And yeah, when then, he then seeing him in the at, library. Then when is Bobo coming back? And then we're at his funeral. Um, reference to, I'm trying to think whoever. Who, what, which writer was staying? One of the writers was staying at the real house. Was it Hughes? I forgot. One of the writers from the Black Arts movement was actually I mean oh, after, at the And they had and they had
0: the um, you know, shout out to the ballroom culture and in, in, in the in the in the scene with Montrose when he finally yep. let let Yeah gonna be his true self.
1: The ballroom references. I mean it's just it's really kind of fascinating. Even like the neighborhood where Letitia move has moved to um in the show was in fact one of the first neighborhoods on Chicago on um in in that on that side of Chicago on, north on the north side that black people felt safe moving to, um but but it wasn't at first like they still they still got harassed but it was one of the first neighborhoods one of the first like blocks that black ended up moving on to so like she's just been so specific with with everything she's done oh and even with music in Habilita's joint where she's um her and George are like in spacesuits examining. Flora and Fauna. It's Sunrise. It's a it's a song by Sunrise, who is like an Afrofuturist futurism pioneer. So it's like there's there's so many layers. This stuff was so thought of, you know, like really carefully. And I think that if you go back to catch it, right, or if you take time to look at it, or if you take time to notice all the references they make even the pickaninnies in, in Bopsy and Topsy. You know, like, I think that if you actually take time to to look into it, there's so much to learn there woven into entertainment and horror and, and just with great acting and great directing. And it's really, it's just so, it's so special. It's just so well done and so special and layered.
0: And also, why can't I... I cannot find it. I'm looking for it on my phone.
1: And Uh, I also want to shout out that uh, Christina, I know everybody's, I know that Bill Burr got issues, but um, Christina being like, yeah, I'm going to help you if you come volunteer to die so I can live forever, is the epitome of the white woman privilege that Bill Burr talked about in his Saturday Night Live monologue. Just FYI. Just FYI. What you looking for?
0: It was I figured it out. The oh, wow. um a subtle thing that was missed in Hippolytus episode was Beyonce. Awesome. No, I have talked to I know people in this industry and I've talked to them and everything they've ever told me about the arts subculture mm-hmm. was examined when she was over there dancing with Josephine Baker. Okay. And I was just like the backstage part and how they was partying. And yeah. I was like, even all the way back then, I was like, this is what everyone who has ever told me that is in that culture. They have said it is just like this. And the way mm-hmm. she presented, I was like, yep. I just remember all them stories. And I was like, this was the image I've had mm-hmm. of like how they get down when show shows over. And I was just right. like, yep, they know they this. And, and even with
1: Josephine, yeah. I, was, I would say if you if you only know of Josephine Baker the artist, also look into the fact that wasn't she in like the French Legion or some shit like that? She was an officer in the French Legion if I'm not mistaken. And um like Josephine was also like heavily politically active even as in, like her ex-pa- her patriotism was like a an a, in and of itself activism. Um so definitely look into that. There's just again None of this is simple. Like no one episode is just like let me just watch this shit straight through and it goes and take it at face value. It
0: goes full circle, uh, mm-hmm. especially as we record this on the day that Megan Thee Stallion released that outstanding op-ed in the New York Times yep. about Black women and talking about why she does the things that she does and how she was using her voice. And it was just like there would be no Megan Estelleian without Josephine Baker. Like Correct. none of them. Happen without Joseph, Josephine Vega is the original that right. bitch that broke all the rules.
1: Who people uh, were saying, I don't know why she got to get naked. She could keep her clothes on. It, That's why she, she had to go to the Paris. First.
0: Exactly. She's she the Paris. first. So it ain't no P Valley. Yeah. <laughs> it ain't none of this. Ain't no Foxy's. It ain't no Kim's. Right. No hardcore cover or posters. Of ain't no Il Nana. It ain't no Trina's, nothing. City girls, what Not is none it of that. without Joe Swain
1: So yeah, I just um, and also with Hippolyta. Speaking of like how everything woven into the show is also done really well. There's been a couple of mistakes that people have been calling Misha on. Like I think one map said one from saying Kansas to Kentucky or something like that, and she said she didn't notice it till fans called her on it, but. She's done such a good job of planting things subtly without calling them out immediately, but referring back to them.
0: Yeah, like, it, but I also hate when people do that. Like, right. in, in P- that's where everybody tripped up the Starbucks cup in Game of Thrones and I was like, really, y'all? I was like, really? Really? Right. That, we, really? <laughs> like, these two white what? men that gave us, I think, the second best show of all time. Y'all <laughs> of this damn
1: car. I mean, that was a pretty big mistake, though. It right, was, I but it. I,
0: but they made it seem like... It was the biggest plot hole in television right. history. This is a big mistake. Funny. And now I a, went back and, and a rewatched watched I didn't even
1: see it. I didn't yes,
0: notice it at I, all either. So I saw this. I still. had no idea.
1: But what I was going to put up is mention is that once Hippolyta's hair turned blue from being a conduit, she looks like the characters in these, these comic common books. So and and there's a theory that if you remember. George said that when he went through the portal, a hooded person with a robot arm gave him the book. And it's like, is Dee going to lose that arm that um, oh. Topsy and Bopsy got to? And maybe she's going to be that robot figure. Mopsy and Topsy, Topsy and Bopsy, of Pop- them, them people's
0: names. Shout out them to them twins. With they Shout
1: sponsor. out to them. So I'm very excited about the finale of next week, but also scared. And now, once we get past the finale, I can finally read the book because I hadn't done that yet.
0: i just seen another season. Like, okay, listen, I wasn't mad when I got to the end of Watchmen. I wonder
1: how they do it, though, because they had source material. If you have to write another season, it would have, oof.
0: No, 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 no. When I got Ugh. to the end of Watchmen, I was like, yeah, this is it. We don't need them right. this I need some more of like figure Do we it out. Know?
1: What if, what if yeah. Christina dies next, next episode, then what?
0: So, take <laughs> t- t- control of monster right. and Tisha can't die. And they still living in the North side of Chicago. It's all true. types of stuff. They That's can deal with. Random, you know, sons of Adam, just showing up in Chicago. Like, listen, wherever they need to go, HBO cut the check. <laughs> Cut, real. The check.
1: Cut the check. Cut the check. Um. All right. That's all I got. What else you got?
0: Uh, the Braves are winning 6-0 right now. I
1: can't do baseball. It's too long.
0: What it's it? so
1: long. Why do they need to be so? Those games do not need to be that long. Like anything you want- where you got to break up the game and stretch in the middle of it, your game is too long.
0: You want to? Uh, you want to take up an offer? Or you want to do a benediction?
1: i you know what why don't you do the benediction for us on this evening?
0: I'm not I'm not I'm not good at benedictions. Cause okay. like I don't I don't know how to make it flowery and make it sound like you need to walk <laughs> on the middle aisle uh, and throw so, your on the altar. Cause I, if I overpass I'd be like, Do you wanna live or do you wanna die?
1: <laughs> but I mean listen, right no,
0: now,
1: right now though, that's actually an appropriate benediction because election day is now what, three weeks away? We got, listen, okay, this is another conversation. Black, black Gen X men, y'all are killing hip hop and y'all are killing me with your bullshit right now. And I just, I just need you to focus because we got three weeks. We have three weeks. And I understand this idea of not giving up the black vote without um, being promised something in return. But here's the thing, right? If your house is on fire, you do not first say, "What hotel are we going to?" Did you call insurance and see if they're gonna pay for the coverage? Um, you do not stop and 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 lackadaisically gather up your belongings that you want to take with you and preserve.
0: Stop trying to put your J's in a book bag.
1: Uh, if the house is on fire, motherfucker! It's an emergency. You got to go. You figure out the other shit later. And I know people say that every election year, it's like, oh, vote for the lesser the evil. We'll figure out the other shit later. But this time, like, no, for real, it's a fucking <laughs> emergency. There, there y'all-
0: is, no, but that's the thing, though. There is no evil in this. There was no evil in 2016. OK, there was no evil now. If someone, no, Trump is evil. No, no, no. I'm, I've been on. on, oh, on oh, OK. Like, 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 like let's. Let's not let's get rid of that rhetoric and that narrative okay. because Fair. I'm just like fam this is a black woman who should have been the presidential nominee if you asking me outright herself and the dude who was Obama's right hand right if you want anything close to having them two black people back in the Oval Office I think you would want to vote for her the person that's probably going to call him for counsel all the time
1: but also but 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 there's a lot of people who don't want anything like obama in office and those people actually hate the american presidency period which i understand cuz it's a flawed office but i'm also like the fuck you what the fuck do you want because there there's no option available to you even had it been bernard but anyway um my thing is We have, we've already seen what the past four four years have done. We have, he has packed 51 judges into every uh, circuit court, I think, except 13. So like, I think 14 of 15 circuit courts, if I'm not mistaken, these are people who are going to be on the bench for at least two more generations, the majority of which do not have the experience to do so. And if unless something miraculously stops Amy Barton's confirmation hearings.
0: We got mega Karen mm-hmm. in court.
1: On a Am seat, and the, that would have given Trump of all people three fucking SCOTUS seats, the last motherfucker we needed to give three also, seats. Also,
0: there's a question that I don't think anyone has yet to answer for me because so much has happened. I think we stopped caring about it. So I'm going to ask what? you this. Does he have a full cabinet yet? No, exactly.
1: No. Remotely, and he had people who've been serving in cabinet year without being confirmed at all, without going through Senate um, oversight at all. So, like, but yeah, you're right. Like, still, I think at best, at best, two thirds of the cabinet positions are filled. At best, it might be more like half.
0: That man shitted on armed Everything. service members dead and alive.
1: On everything. It don't can, even... About,
0: like, like, this is a country where black people for for decades have been like, I ain't going... I ain't fighting for this country. I ain't going to war. I'm not doing this. But that don't mean that we don't respect right. a lot of servicemen and women.
1: Because we all have them in our family, literally. Exactly. That's what I don't think. But, that's what I don't think people understand. Every black person you know who has had more than two generations, who has at least two generations in this country, has served members in our family. All of us, all of us do. Because at one point, that was also our ticket to getting homes, to getting colleges paid for. Like my grandfather went to school after he came back from the war, you know? So it's like we, so people seem to think it's black people versus the military. No, who do you think the military, what high schools do you think they go to to recruit?
0: On my dad's side of the family, it's six boys, three girls, mm-hmm. nine of them. Four of the six men served in the military. Yeah. The oldest, my uncle, has a purple heart. The second oldest, was my dad, he was in the Korean War. So right. it was just like, that's all I knew. So yeah. I don't even understand how you can go to disrespect them because we don't. But, you know, when you have yeah. Yeah, but when you have someone in the office who no one in his family has ever served. Nope.
1: Nope. And he got five deferments.
0: Then there you go.
1: Five.
0: Like, even, like, the John McCain thing. Like, listen, of course we wanted John McCain to lose to Obama, but, like, nobody had beef with John McCain. Yeah, we wanted to disrespect them. Like, nobody was mad at John McCain. We were just like, you stupid for picking Sarah Palin. But nobody's out here like, John McCain got to catch hands. Like, right. un- until yeah. 2015, till he started running? Like, let's be honest. Have you ever had beef with a Republican till then? No. Have
1: I had beef with a Republican? Yes. But have I, like...
0: I'm talking about, like, in the Republican and the Republican and members of the Republican Party, where you was just, like, on site. If you found out that somebody's a Republican, like, you just want to slap the shit out of them, like you do now no see my point
1: not until not until trump took office.
0: exactly
1: yeah you're right and that's the other thing it's like we it's not that people care to
0: disagree we have yeah it's
1: not discourse. that we care that you're a black republican yeah. if you if you're a black republic if you're a white republican it's not that we care that you're a republican we care that you're a trump supporter oh, it's not which is a different even thing.
0: if you're a republican who is not a supporter it is that y'all are not doing shit to stop him that is why we are just like, we done with y'all, we can't do it with y'all. Like, it makes me think of the scene in the inkwell where, um, uh, remember Colonel Tater was a black Republican uh, mm-hmm. and the dash was arguing, but like they dapped it up, pieced it up at the end. It was just like, that's how it was. Now it's just like, bam, it's, it's. This is like Christian blood. <laughs> like, yeah,
1: it's a lot. It's really, it really I'm is that real right go. now. Like I'm straight cutting people off, blocking people. Like it's like you. Yeah, we get. Nah, we can't even discuss this, fam. Like you said. Um, but on that note, I want to remind you guys to make a make a voting plan. Uh, I think there might be a couple of states where you can still register. Early voting in New York, if you are here, starts October twenty fourth. Early has, voting
0: in Chicago started a week and a half ago because that's when i did A week and a half ago. Yeah,
1: early voting in Georgia started this week. So like wherever you are, get it popping, get your plan together. If you still have a mail-in ballot in your house, find your drop-off spot. Be aware that Make they got sure fakes, a
0: fake ones.
1: They got fake ones out there. Um, again, everything that the GOP accuses them of doing is because they are looking into doing it or they're doing it themselves every time. Um, projection like a mug. But uh, at this point, find a drop off location, go to your uh board of lectures office, something wherever you can go. Um Google is free. But yeah. Google is free all the time, and all the time Google is free. Mm-hmm. Um on that note we thank you as always for being with us watching us listening to us you could have been watching or listening to anything in the world right now and you are with us and we will see y'all next week
0: and as always stop giving that white man y'all money
1: and stop putting Van Jones on your platforms while <laughs> you're at... we still gotta have that conversation about
0: all, all skin folk ain't kin folk especially when they mm-hmm. married to the other skin folk
1: Oh, and also, stop acting like Russell Simmons doesn't have 20 rape allegations against him. If you, but that's another conversation.
0: I thought it was more than okay.
1: that. Um, huh?
0: I thought it was more than
1: that. I think I, it's well. Uh, I watched the
0: documentary. The- he did that shit.
1: Oh, guilty as fuck. All right. Till next week, y'all. Later.